0: Welcome friends, you're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Here on the podcast, we talk about the story behind the story. Today, we'll be reading from the Wren Island series. This is part two, scene 18. When we last visited Wren Island, we discovered that the ants, while trying to help around the house, had, well, been making things worse, and it became clear Allison had reached a tipping point. Now, Allison is going to face some difficult questions about her situation and herself, but remember, This is a story about second chances, and friendship, and hope. We'll read for about eight minutes. Afterward, stick around to find out how to make those delicious... Oops, maybe I should wait until after we read the scene to tell you about that. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 2, Scene 18. Before the sun was up the next morning, Allison pulled on her favorite vest, bright yellow with extra pockets in front, and an orange hat Aunt Shasta had knitted for her. She called Louise and snapped the leash on Lokita. In the rising light, she walked through the dune grass. At the beach, Louise took off, scattering seagulls. Lokita sniffed along the high tide line, tugging the leash in her excitement. Farther down the beach, Allison stopped and looked back at her beautiful home. Purchasing the house and property had felt like the right thing to do, partly because she'd known her mother would have loved it, too. And if her mother were here, she'd be sharing the house with her sisters. More than anything, Allison wanted her aunts to know they were safe, loved, welcome. And her aunts were thriving on Wren. So why wasn't she? When she'd first settled on Wren, she had thrived. The house renovations had been all-consuming, like putting together a complicated puzzle. When the work was complete, she'd created a grand home. But remember how empty it had felt. A few pieces of furniture, a kitchen with just the basics, no espresso machine, motorized recliners, or framed movie prints, no Miss Kitty and Marshall Matt Dillon, Just her and the dogs coming up with topics to discuss over a bowl of ramen noodles. She didn't miss that emptiness, but she did miss the independence. The sense of being an individual, not the help everyone needed or the answer to material problems, just her, Alice and Theodore. These days, she was getting lost in all the clutter. Yes, that's exactly what it felt like. She called Louise, collected Lokita, and started back to the house. Oh, those broken window panes. Original to the house, the leaded, iron-framed windows had survived all the renovations and who knows how many storms. But they couldn't survive Aunt Macy. Oh, well. She could either laugh or cry about it. And if she started crying, she might not stop. She took a square breath. One, two, three... Four breaths all around the corners. If the panes weren't replaceable, she'd leave them in place and learn to be okay with it. It was time to take a stand about the kitchen, though. Crumbs left on the counters. Drip marks across the floors. At this rate, they were going to end up with an ant problem. Or would it be an ant problem? Ha ha. Plus, she could never find anything because nothing was ever where it was supposed to be. One day last week, she'd come up with a solution. Labeled storage containers. Labeled shelves, too. First the kitchen, then the service entrance area. It was all going down as soon as Ralph delivered her supplies. Ralph and Hack arrived a couple hours later with three wheelbarrows of deliveries. While the aunt sorted through the packages, Allison headed to the garage to rearrange tools, because whenever Hack was around, the room temperature seemed to go up several degrees. Good thing he wasn't staying long on Wren. When the guys finally left, the aunts disappeared upstairs with their own deliveries, and Allison went to work organizing the kitchen. Cereal, rice, and beans went into clear, airtight containers. Same with the other dry goods. Aunt Macy's gazillion cake and brownie mixes took up an entire shelf, so Allison tapped baking mixes into the label maker and stuck it on the shelf. At the back of another cupboard, she discovered a lifetime supply of instant coffee packets. When were they ever going to drink instant coffee now that they were using an espresso machine? Oh, well, one of them might find a use for it. Instant coffee. She tucked the container into the cabinet with the hydration packets Aunt Macy added to her green smoothies. When she'd finished, the ants were still upstairs. Whatever they'd gotten delivered must be keeping their attention. Wonderful. Allison eyed Aunt Macy's new pressure cooker, now neatly stored on the pressure cooker shelf in the butler's pantry. Once, Jax had told her you could bake a cake in a pressure cooker. Allison set her laptop on the kitchen counter, pristine now that it was clear of the usual clutter and crumbs, and scrolled through recipes. 45 minutes later, a dense round of brownies was cooling on a rack. Allison cleaned the Instant Pot and other utensils and returned everything to their labeled places. She sprinkled powdered sugar across the cooled brownies and transferred the dessert to a pretty plate. Easy peasy. She was finishing a latte when her aunts clomped into the kitchen. Say something, Allison. Aunt Amelia held up a cell phone. Did you get a phone? Allison laughed and waved into the camera. Hi, Aunt Amelia. Shasta helped me set it up. Aunt Amelia sank into a chair next to Allison and looked around. Where did everything go? Isn't this a kitchen? Aunt Macy poked through cabinets. Don't we look like professionals? Allison stood and joined her aunt. You like it? Do you think you can keep it this way? Of course I can keep it this way, Aunt Macy beamed. You'd better keep this kitchen clean too, Shasta. And if Ralph gets himself coffee, he'd better clean up after himself. Melia, it's okay if you make a mess. You can't help yourself. Allison glanced at Aunt Amelia. She was tapping her phone screen. Mace, Aunt Shasta leaned against the counter. It's not fair for Amelia to be the exception. Melia needs us to help her with things like that. Aunt Macy closed one cabinet and opened another. Look at all the beans we have! Aunt Shasta raised her eyebrows at Allison, then hopped closer to Aunt Macy. Amelia's as capable as the rest of us. Allison's got this kitchen set up so nicely, none of us have any excuses. So, Amelia, we expect you to clean up after yourself. No more dropping crumbs everywhere, or when you do drop crumbs, clean them up. Allison looked at Aunt Amelia. She was holding her phone up, ready to take a picture. Say it all again, Shasta. Aunt Shasta repeated the instructions while Aunt Amelia recorded. Got it, Aunt Amelia tapped the phone and smiled into it. And this way, her voice took on a reporter's tone. We might have fewer uninvited guests in the kitchen. She tapped the phone again and tucked it away. Can we eat this chocolate cake now? It's a brownie I made in the instant pot. Allison pulled little plates from the shelf labeled "little plates," with a secret ingredient. Hmm. Aunt Amelia smiled around her first bite, then took another. It tastes buzzy, buzzy. Aunt Macy took a bite and narrowed her eyes. You didn't put liqueur in these, did you? Allison reached for her aunt's arm. Of course not. Keep guessing. Aunt Shasta's bracelets clinked as she raised one hand. There's coffee in it. "Uh Uh-huh. Allison took a bite of her own brownie. And I found a recipe that uses instant coffee in frosting, too. So next time I make these brownies, I'll frost them. Wow. Aunt Amelia pulled out her phone and began recording. So what we have here, folks, is a new idea for all you instant pot lovers. It's a phenomenon that's sure to sweep the country. Allison's Buzzy Brownies. Stay tuned for the frosted version in a future episode. When Aunt Amelia panned the camera to her, Allison winked. We just read from the Wren Island series, part two, scene 18. I just love Allison. Once again, she's figured out a way to creatively care for her aunts. And she figured out a new brownie recipe. Allison's buzzy brownies are easy to make. You'll find a link to the recipe in the show notes. If you make a batch, send me a picture. I'd love to know how they turn out. And how about Amelia learning to record videos with her new phone, We might be in for some real entertainment with this. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast, or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be the first to read new installments of the Ren Island series, and you'll be included in a bunch of other fun stuff too like real-time, behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.